did NXT just steal the Saturday spotlight from WrestleMania? What did we just watch? Did we actually see the young group and the most talented of that group down in NXT in the minor league, some of you call them, the developmental territory, delivers and stands up tall at their event today prior to WrestleMania. I am your host, Brian, the Hype, Ballard, and I'm back with the standard deliver results and thoughts. Welcome everybody and thank you for dropping in. This, I want you guys to remember, is developmental territory. Two out of these five of these uh, uh, competitors, you know, they're not going to make it on the main roster. Keep that in mind. That's developmental. The creme de la creme always rises to the top. This is training in progress for them to be more successful in the main roster. But it definitely did not look like it tonight. So without further ado, let's get in. Alright, so this was the kickoff show match. We have the winner. Um, we've got Chase U versus um, Schism. So basically what we have is control of Chase U on the line here. So basically we get both teams out. And this was again on the kickoff show, not a part of the regular stand and deliver uh, matches. So Chase and Fowler start off, they tag to Reed, and then they uh, tag Bay. There's a diving uppercut, a cover for one. Uh, we get some, you know, crooked tag team action, really. Hudson tags in with some disagreement. Um, Thea, big fan of Thea. I like her work. I liked her ever since the Nikita Knight days. Thea tags in, and she's ready to fight Rain, a.k.a. The Rock's daughter. She tags right back out, and Gacy uh, gets in and blasts Andre from behind. There's a corner lariat. It sets up a rock bottom. Ooh, and Schism uh, stops the chase uh, uh, stops but chase powers up and cuts him off there's a tag to tyler a whip a forearm there's a lot of back and forth in this matchup and what you would expect from a you know warm up the crowd pre-show fight so at this point they get into it um chase you and they go a little further later in the match and then chase you um stands up and they're ready to take the fight against uneven odds and duke uh, tears the shirt off. So basically what happened at this point is there was a thing with Duke who uh, Duke Hudson who actually looked at it for one moment that he was going to betray Chase U. He takes off the shirt of Chase U and he puts on the shirt of their opponents. He joins them. He hugs them. He embraces them. Duke goes behind them and while it looks very desperate in the end of Chase U, Duke immediately behind Schism tears off the shirt and he bleeds red and black and he's ready to attack and he hits the quadraphonic pop and bang and he stereo dives from bait and Thea Hale and with a gory special Chase U wins by pinfall with the Ratliner and from Andrew Chase Duke Hudson on Jagger Reed retaining control of the school for themselves so it was like I said a nice little mini storyline here um, still kills me how uh, Andrew or Andre Chase will um, wrestle in a sweater. His pants tonight was like blue with a yellow line going down the side. Give me big boss man vibes. But without uh, not a bad little opener. Let's get into the main card. 
And that is a banger, as you guys like to say, and as the latest buzzword, the NXT Women's Championship. We get Valkyrie, Burt Stark, Perez, Dolan, Stratton, and Indy Hartwell. This matchup, and you know, I kind of mentioned on Twitter earlier, uh, follow me at the Brian Adkins. Uh, basically, on Twitter, I mentioned how, you know, you almost forget Shawn Michaels is running NXT at some extent, right? Like, you know he's there, you see him, but the reality is you forget Shawn Michaels' ring psychology when it comes to ladder matches, and it showed in this banger of an opener. This, um, I would definitely say, was the match of the night for me, and like a lot of you guys, I think you agree. They went all around, and these girls did not look like they were in training. These ladies had a let's see them top that mentality. So they all get into the ring, right? Uh, we have the usual six-way chaos early in the action to the floor. Valkyrie kicks a ladder into Indy Hartwell. Roxanne and, and uh, Lyra jockey her for position over a ladder. Valkyrie ramps her into the corner. Gigi Dolan comes in. Lyra Valkyrie cuts her off with kicks and suplexes her, bam, right into the ladder. Start lays Stratton out on the floor and Valkyrie sets up a ladder. Tiffany and Roxanne climbing. Indy knocks the ladder off and gets and then starts climbing the ladder herself, but she gets taken out. Gigi sets up Lyra on the ladder, but Zoe Stark returns and lays her out with a super kick. Tiffany finally rolls Dolan into the ladder. Perez is right there for a side Russian leg sweep, but Stratton ducks it. Climbing the ladder together, the hands on the title, but it's no good. Hartwell with a hard spine buster on the ladder and takes Tiffany out. She climbs the ladder and Stark cuts her off and hits a super kick. Zoe rams the ladder into her stomach to follow and passes on the apron. The Insiguri, bam, and it connects. There is a lot to break down in this matchup, guys, but it was just a lot of fun time. Um, as I watched, um, you know, I could see the craziness. And then each lady's had, like, an individual match on their own. But, you know, the camera gave a lot of opportunity for the camera guys to get work in and actually practice shifting from person to person. So I think this was a great opportunity because we forget that the performers are honing their skills. The cameramen, the referees, everybody is honing their skills in NXT to get to that main event level. So we continue later in the action, right? Uh, we get some, later on, we get uh, Pop Rocks, but it looks scouted, and then basically, um, Gigi gets back into the mix, and they, basically they get under, they block a Frankensteiner. There's a swing of uh, the champion into the ladder a few times. She hits a Cobra Twist Driver. Valkyrie cuts her off, trading strikes. Lyra throws Stark into Hartwell onto the floor and climbs. Dolan cuts her off, and it's the Trio Woe in the ladder. Gigi climbs. Valkyrie climbs. Jockey in for possession once again, and Dolan knocks her down. There's mere inches from the title. Dolan is so close from being not just pretty and deadly, but a world champion. And But no, JC Jane is here. And she knocks her off the ladder. The referee hits the ring to tell her she has to leave. Tiffany climbs alone. She actually repositions Tiffany Stratton the ladder to where she climbs and she doesn't, she almost moves it out of place. Um, as she climbs, she didn't realize that when she got to the top, but Indy is right behind her and she actually tips the tips her right off the ladder, which is now makes sense why Stratton moved the ladder a little closer to the ropes for a safety aspect. Uh, it did show their hand a little bit, right? So that was one thing um, I think, you know, a lot of people might have missed. So 
there then, accidental Senton Atomico into Stark on Valkyrie and Valkyrie on the outside. Hartwell is struggling to climb. She's tired. This match has been exhausting. Indy Hartwell is the only one that can lay the claim, but she can't get up. As she starts to Dexter, Loomis appears from under the ring and they've got history. He's here to help. He slides under his wife, gives her the thumbs up. He helps her climb the ladder on his shoulders. Much gave me shades of WrestleMania's past when Rhino helped, uh, you know, the team win the, uh, the, the Hardys win the tag team titles, carrying them up to the top. So at this point, we've got Indy Hartwell gets to the top with her husband, Dexter Loomis. Indy wins by climbing the ladder and retrieving the title. And we have a new women's champion at NXT stand and deliver, Indy Hartwell. Like I said, guys, this was the match of the night for me. And that's not a knock. This card was actually loaded with a lot of good, good matches that I truly enjoyed in this show. I was actually very, very pleasantly surprised. I was entertained. But now, Indy Hartwell and the other girls have stolen the show and really showed me that the future of the women's uh, world title picture on the main roster could be bright if we get this kind of stuff on the main roster. Man, you guys, if you watch one match on this card, I would recommend more than one, but watch this match. You guys won't be disappointed if you like women's wrestling. Moving on, we got next the NXT Tag Team Championships. Gallus, the newly crowned champions from a few months ago. The Creed Brothers, past champions. And The Family with Tony D'Angelo. So we get all of these guys in here. Um, D'Angelo and Julius and uh, Coffee all start. Uh, Creed gets stuck into the corner. There's a tag to Wolfgang, a tag to Brutus. Elbows everywhere and Stax lands a drop kick. Julius with a front. Uh, Chancery takedown. Mark breaks it up. There's a small package. Lorenzo kicks out. And Creed stands up and slams him. Tony, it, Tony then gets in. He's throwing knees. A big back suplex neck breaker from the family. And then leaves them standing tall. But Gallus put them out of the ring. My prediction for this match was Gallus. Because, you know, they just got the titles. Even though the Creeds were very, very credible. So later, we get... Um, in the match. We get a little bit of a climbing up to the top. There's a perching up and over and Mark Coffey is hit with a big knee lift. Wolfgang in a double spine buster on Creed. He slams Tony D. Angelo. Cover for one. Julius is throwing dudes all around. Suplexes everywhere. Fired up. Kip up. Back elbow. Big lariat. A springboard for him. A double stop on the apron and that ain't even a half of it. Julius kicks out with a one and a two. Julius gets stacks and coffee both up. Brutus is off the double, and there's a double doomsday device. Julius is cleaning house back inside. D'Angelo catches him with an Olympic slam. Channing then breaks it up. Gallus then breaks them. Tony hits the rock bottom. Lots of rock bottom attempts in this first couple matches. But he hits the rock bottom on coffee and drags stacks into the pin. But Wolfgang shoves him back to break it up. There's a whip into the double back suplex. Lorenzo into the cover, but Joe Coffey pulls him out of the ring. Discus Lariat takes Tony out, throwing stacks back into the fireman's carry. And then, boom, one, two, three. Gallus wins by pinfall with the boot o'doom on Channing 
stacks Lorenzo, retaining the NXT Tag Team Championships. Yeah, guys, that was definitely uh, the match that I expected. I expected a three-way good energy match. Um, kudos to these guys for actually having to follow that opening match with the ladies ladder match. But ultimately, Gallus was the right choice here. They just got the titles. You don't want to play hot potato down there. You want to give them a chance to develop a little further. And they came into this very, very confident. And for what reason, other than coffee, um, helping the Gallus actually retain their titles and develop further. Let's move ahead. And ahead we shall. We've got, this is going to be super exciting for me, the NXT North American Championship. And you guys know all of these guys, Axiom, McDonough, Lee, Dragunov, Dragon Lee, all these guys have an ability to really have a good match. Um, again, I like to say how impressed I have been when I've watched NXT with Wes Lee in his North American Championship run. My prediction was that he will not actually lose this title. And he does not. He retains in this matchup. We get, you know, all the guys that are in the ring. Um, everybody is staring at Wes Lee. He's the guy with the target on his back. Dragon and Axiom take Dragunov and McDonough out. Wes is ducking and dodging. He's passing Dragon to the turnbuckles. Back suplex, lands on his feet. Off the ropes, JD um, and Ilja back in, throwing chomps amongst themselves, but Dragon comes from behind and clobbers McDonough. There's a, basically they just go back and forth, back and forth, right? Um, we get a lot of fast action. We get some good spots between McDonough and Dragunov as they kind of have some history. McDonough is definitely the clear extreme heel here in this. Um, I definitely want to say too, I was very impressed with Dragon Lee and Axiom. I have not seen too much of their stuff. So coming into this, I was very intrigued to learn more about them and I did. So we further in the match, we get um, a little bit, you know, some Spanish fly action with Dragon uh, getting that move pulled off. And then the devil inside on West, but Elijah, um, Dragon off breaks it up by grabbing referee uh, Daryl Sharma's hand on the count. Everybody except Wes has JD surrounded and they take him out. So basically at this point, JD is the center heel and everybody just kind of flips and turns on him in a nice little spot to kind of, you know, have a touch point on the match. So Dragunov hits a running knee um, and then uh, basically Dragon Lee then gets a senton off the top ropes. Dragunov goes back up top, and McDonough shoves him to the floor. Axiom takes him out with an Insiguri. Um, Lee is up top, and Axiom is under them. He's jockeying for position again, and he gets knocked down. Wes and Dragon Lee at it. There's a tree of woe, a double stomp to the floor of Dragunov. Axiom uh, with the, basically with a few other sets. There was a point in the match where there were like all three guys laid on the ground double locking each other up and trying to get an advantage. And so we got a lot of just technical wrestling along with the high flying wrestling in this match was a nice, you know, welcome uh, variance. So at this point, you know, back um, in the ring, Dragon hits a body scissors sleeper on JD McDonough. Dragon up power bombs Axiom into the pile. Wesley takes them all out with a, uh, a tornillo off the top rope. And then Wesley hits a double handspring, but he's cut off with the golden ratio. Dragon with a German suplex and a lariat on JD. Dragonoff then runs over with knees and a running knee. There's a big belly to belly, but Wes wakes up. 
and breaks it up. There's a standing moonsault stomp, and in one, and in two, so close. But then Dragon Lee with a Liger Bomb. Lee kicks out again. Madonna double teams Axiom and Dragon is standing moonsault, no good. Axiom hits a wacky springboard monkey flip. Moonsault DDT on JD for a one and a two. Later, Dragonuff gets Axiom on the top rope. There's a deadlift avalanche brain buster. He sets up uh, the Matskal and then Lee breaks it up. Working Dragonuff over with the strikes, he fires back with chops, fires up and takes West down in a roundhouse kick. But the Dragon hits a rising knee off the top ropes and Dragonuff lays him out with the Lariat. But West is back at it and West Lee actually gets the win and the pin with a cardiac kick on Dragonuff to retain the NXT North American Championship. This was the right call. Wes Lee is not going anywhere. That North American title is his to keep for a very long time here down in NXT. And I definitely say he's going to keep entertaining us. Um, when you look at Wes Lee at first, it's very easy to write him off, right? You kind of look at him and you say, okay, but if you keep watching his stuff, I've slowly, you know, not been disappointed with his work. And I've actually, you know, thought when he lost his tag team partner years ago, a year ago or so, um, and they kind of split. I thought that was going to be the end for his career, but it was nothing like. Hey guys, I just want to say a quick shout out. Uh, thank you for everything you do for me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting, like, share, subscribing. Follow me on Twitter again at the Brian Atkins. I want to say shout out to my tag team partners and stablemates over at FansOfProWrestling.com. John, Will, Heather, Carlos. You guys knew who you are, um, and also. My friends over at Mooncutters Podcast, we just did a great WrestleMania preview show. So out over there with Jeffrey and our new friend, Dante Slice. Fun name to say. But again, good luck on launching your new channel, guys. And there's so many more of you. I could go on all day. But let's get on to the action. And the action is the grudge match. Johnny Gargano back to his NXT debut roots. And he's going against Grayson Waller in an unsanctioned match. Waller goes to Blast Gargano right away with the chair, but Johnny sees it coming, and he drop kicks him um, out of the ring. To the floor, Grayson scraps Gargano's leg, and he crumbles. Waller wastes the time drawing with the commentary group. Uh, by the way, Booker T and Vic did a great job on commentary tonight, and it's weird because I was never big on Booker on the main roster as a commentator. Like, he was okay, but like, like he never drew me in. But for some reason on NXT... Booker draws me more into the action, and I don't know what that reason would be. Uh, I don't know if it's a less pressure situation. I don't know if, you know, you just don't have a different person yelling in your ear about what to say on the main roster mic, but Booker feels a little more like he enhances the product when he talks. So I like him better in NXT than I did the main roster. But continuing on, um, we get back inside. Johnny gets a... You know, basically some back and forth. He gets a Superman spear into a mounted punch. He's beating him with the trash can. I mean, this is just kind of like an unsanctioned uh, hardcore match. I feel like this pay-per-view, we're getting the Shawn Michaels sampler. It reminded me a little bit of Shawn Michaels' unsanctioned match with Triple H all those years ago back in the return of SummerSlam. I believe 2002. Don't quote me on that. So, um, upon, you know, the, we get a fireman's clarity. Johnny slips out, punches Waller, and there's a rolling thunder block with another fireman's carry into a buckle bomb and in a trash can, and then we're looking for another powerbomb. Gargano floats up, and there's a kick from the apron. There's a suplex off the apron onto the chairs. There's a bunch of chairs just stacked up that he hit him on. Um, throwing Grayson around back inside. 
you know, they get back into the ring. Later, they go a little bit back and forth and they go a little further, right? So then at this point, I'm going to fast forward a little bit into the match because this is where the storyline meets the wrestling. We get um, Candice LeRae, Johnny's wife out there on the outside, sitting ringside with his one-year-old son. And at the point of there's history in this storyline with this, um, Candice actually, to a huge crowd pop, hands their son over to a babysitter or a girl sitting next to her. Um, and then he takes the, she takes a kendo stick and she beats Grayson Waller with it, getting a little bit of revenge, and the crowd was just going crazy for it. He grabs it from her and he tells her she just made the biggest mistake of her life. Meanwhile, Johnny Gargano comes running from behind and he smacks one more shot. Back inside with the slingshot, and there's one final beat that can't keep him down. And as Johnny hit Waller with this um, kendo stick, you can just see the welts forming on Waller's back. I mean, it looked very brutal. So again, as we get back into the ring now, and Candace kind of had her moment of fame, Gargano uh, basically escape applied. Waller claw, he basically hits a finishing uh, submission move on him, and Waller claws his eyes out and forces him to lay him out. And then there was the, uh, they go a little further, he puts a trash can up on Johnny in the corner, and Waller's going for a coast to coast. And then he, bam, hits it all the way from the other side, coast to coast, from New York to LA. Cover, Gargano just will not stop. He's fighting for his family. He's setting Johnny on the announce table now, and he goes to the outside with him. And then he piles chairs on top, and Gargano wakes up and throws the chairs at him, and he power bombs Waller right in a good spot through the announcer's desk. Waller with a low blow, and there's a rolling thunder stunner back inside, but still no, there's a chair in hand. Grayson wallops Johnny, but Gargano comes back with a low blow of his own. Chair shots on chair shots, more and more. Tables, no ladders, and chairs, oh my. At this point, we're hitting the chair with the other. The Gargano escapes it and is on the middle of the ring, and it's over. So basically, Gargano wins by submission on Grayson Waller and gets his revenge for Candice and him. And then we get a nice moment post-scene with Candice and Johnny celebrating on the stage as Indy Hartwell and Dexter Ludens come down on the stage to join them. And it was just a nice feel-good moment. Um, I was a little worried that Indy coming out with the title was going to steal the, the thunder a little bit, but it really did not do that for me. It might have for you guys. But I definitely feel like you know that was a nice little moment for these four just to celebrate their victories at Stand and Deliver. So up next then, we got the NXT World Tag Team Championships with Fallon Henley and Keanu James defending against Alba, Fire, and Iso Dawn. And so are the dark days of the NXT Women's Championships looming? I want to give uh, credit to Kaylee Ray, aka Alba Fire, and how she's transformed herself into this Alba Fire character over the last year or so. Um, she's almost made me forget that she is called Kaylee Ray. And I mean, that's just a great performance by her to be able to pull that off. So, in this match, guys, this was a quick one. Um, for me, this was the low point of the show. And again, it just kind of was, um, everything else seemed so well-paced and so fast. And then this one just kind of felt like it went through the motions for me. Um, I'm not, you know, wanting to put it down or anything, but I do say, compared to the other stuff on this card, I felt like this was the low, you know, quiet before the storm of the main event. So, at this point, um, Fire dives on James during their entrance. Henley and Dawn uh, start, and they actually get a bell, and then there's a waist lock takedown, a kick from Fallon, 
Um, we get a bulldog and a cover, and then we get some other moves, some quick tags back and forth. Uh, we get a boot up on the chair. Um, we get some ducks. We get Falba, uh, Fallon and Alba basically out. Um, there's some tags back and forth on this one. And at that point, later on, I'm just going to kind of zoom ahead because I want to get to the main event. But Kiana hits a spine buster. But no, there's just a kick out. Tag to Henley. Back forth. Blockbuster for a one and a two. And then Alba in for a double reverse STO. Kiana breaks it up. James tags in a powerbomb lift. Fallon with a drop kick. And Dawn breaks it up. All four women are down. And Kiana asks Brooke Jensen for her bag. So Brooks Jensen is on the outside, and he's debating on giving it. And then um, Josh Briggs, I believe, he begs him not to. She turns around, and she eats a super kick. Again, a la Shawn Michaels, with a, basically, with, she eats the, turns around to a super kick, and fire is on top. A one, and a two, and a three. Alba Fire and Isla Dawn are your new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions with a Centon Atomico from Alba and Kiana James. All right, so the dark days of the tag team titles are here, and that's what you get with these ladies. But guys, let's move on to our main event. The reason you watched NXT stand and deliver. Braun Breaker defending his long held NXT championship against Melo, 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 Carmelo Hayes. This matchup, Melo comes out first to a very LA Lakers theme. He comes out, he's got the Carmelo uh, Hayes with the Lakers logo. He's wearing the purple and gold. And he's walking to the ring with his longtime buddy, Trick Williams. Out next comes Braun Breaker with his NXT Championship. And this time, changing it up instead of breaking or chainsawing or plowing through something, he actually kind of honored the dog-faced gremlin a little bit of you know his family with Stein, being a Steiner. And he actually has a big doghouse up on the screen that he comes out of. And he actually walks out and he says he's got a little bit of dog in him. And we're bringing the dog to the fight. So we get a nice big time feel main event announcement with the referees and the titles and the spotlight and the arena being dark. So then as this match starts up, we get a collar and elbow. We go behind. Brian goes to break his grip, but Melo lets go and shoves him. He goes behind, there's a cradle takedown, and Hayes charges right back in. The dog bark into the corner. Melo floats over, slingshot back in, a leapfrog, a drop kick. Off the ropes, breaker shoulder blocks him into oblivion. We duck the lariat, and Melo slips on. A slingshot jawbreaker connects, he tries again. And then there's a springboard lariat, but Braun just shrugs him off. He stand, there's a standing moonsault for a one, and a two, and it, there's a front chancery maintaining control of the challenger. A straight suplex does connect. Hayes with a drop toehold stops in the corner. So we get a back and forth between these two. Um, this was an interesting. You have the power wrestler and Braun Breaker going against the very talented and uh, you know Carmelo Hayes. And I really feel like you know these guys really gelled well. And then um, shout out to you know again Booker T and Vic for telling the story and the history of these guys of how they kind of started out in NXT and kind of giving us a little reminder as we're watching this story unfold in the ring. And you gotta wonder, what's gonna happen here? Is it gonna be Melo? Is it gonna be Braun? Is it gonna be another match moving on? We don't know and we're gonna find out. So, fast forward, we then um, get a little bit further down the line, we get um, um, 
Braun meeting a avalanche of Frankensteiner. Both men then, after he hits that in the corner, are down, rising, trading hands. Breaker rolls him through with the Steiner recliner, but it's denied. Braun slams him, but Hayes has basically grabs the arm trap crossface in in the, uh, the aftermath. Braun reverses it with a pen. He's off the ropes. There's a spear, but there's no referee because he got knocked down previously. So the Steiner recliner is applied. Mello taps out to Braun Breaker, but no referee means nothing. Nada. Zilch. No title, no title retained. And Trick returns with the title belt because at one point, Trick was kicked out by the referee during the match and told to go, which I did like. I like the fact that they kind of kicked Trick out, let these guys kind of have their dance a little bit, and then Trick came back in later on. Uh, so Trick returns with his title with the title belt to knock Braun out, pulling Carmelo into a cover. He slides out of the ring, he wakes the referee up, and they're crawling to make the cover. One, two, and Braun kicks out. There's a springboard. Hayes in the military press, but reverses it to a code breaker. Mello heading up top. There's nothing but net. Oh, MVP style, and it's over. Carmelo Hayes wins by pinfall with nothing but net, baby. And because, I mean, your new NXT World Heavyweight Champion, Mello, Mello, Mello. That's right. And I tell you what, this was, to me, another solid match of the night. It was not match of the night, but this one was a good solid from a storytelling and a long-term booking perspective. And I, so I did like that aspect of this. Um, in a post-match, because you're thinking, okay, because of the hook-or-crook rule, right? And there was a, a crook on this one, and kind of getting stolen. Is this going to be a, another matchup, maybe at, in your house in the future, NXT pay-per-view? but I don't feel that's going to be the case because we had a very clear passing of the torch and Braun Breaker playing the babyface role and he grabs the title. He offers a fist bump to Mello. Mello covers the fist bump with his hands just the way he did at this contract signing if you remember from a couple weeks ago. And then Braun Breaker presents him with the title. He raises his hand. Trick Williams is in the corner not sure what to make of it and he's smiling. And this really was about they're coming out for Carmelo Hayes as the NXT face of the future. Very, very good moment. These guys shared a genuine, genuine moment. And I'm excited for both of their careers after this. I'm excited to see what comes of Carmelo Hayes. And I'm excited to see what comes of Braun Breaker. And without further ado, let's talk about that in our final thoughts section. Alright guys, so with that being said... Final thoughts on NXT Stand and Deliver. NXT Stand and Deliver definitely stole the show so far for Saturday WrestleMania. The main talent in tonight's night one event are going to have big shoes to fill. Sure, they're going to have the theatrics on their side. They're going to have the fun entrances. They're going to have a lot of the big stage feel, right? Where this is the small theater of NXT. But I will say... The true wrestling fans that did watch this, there's going to be a little place in your heart for what NXT was able to do today. And I gotta say, Stand and Deliver definitely delivered and was one of my favorite NXT pay-per-views that I've seen in a long time. So, um, sorry, premium live event. But regardless, we got a lot of good storytelling. We got a banger, I'm going to use the word, in the women's ladder match with the Indy Hartwell and her husband at her side helping her win. We also got... You know, the crowning of a new 
world champion in ERA with Mellow, 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 as I call it, right? And becoming NXT champion after so long. Let's uh, shout out to Braun Breaker for a solid, you know, couple years of title runs going against guys. But it is about time that he takes the next step and embrace his legacy as far as the main roster. And I'm excited to see that Braun Breaker makes that move to the main roster as he, and what that plays into in the future, who knows? We may get into, you know, the, the main roster does need a strong babyface character. We need more guys that can come in and step in and help out. And I hope that he makes the transition really well. And I feel like the WWE really will get behind him. So, other than that, you get um, Carmelo. I would like to see Carmelo Hayes. I tweeted about it today. I would like to see him get actually recruited by the Hurt Business in MVP. I would like to see maybe the Hurt Business kind of spread out. It doesn't mean that you have to have them on the main roster. You can have the Hurt Business be represented in NXT, along with Bobby Lashley on the main roster, and along with so many others, right? So I feel like we could just kind of spread the Hurt Business a little bit further. So, and I'm excited to see what Melo and Trick actually pull into this, you know, maintaining this brand. So that's everything I got, and again, definitely give it a look. I would recommend the show. I would recommend also, hey, check the bookend of the show. Check the beginning first ladder match and the final match. And I think you'll get, you know, if you're squashed on time, that those two bookend matches of this pay-per-view or PLE is going to really get it done for you guys. That's all I got for you. You know, everybody, thank you so much. Have a great WrestleMania weekend. And we're going to be back tonight talking a little bit further about WrestleMania night one. Thank you again for liking and subscribing. And remember, Around here, it's never goodbye. It's not see you later. It's just game over.